Matthew 25, from verses 14 to 30. If you're there with me, say amen. amen. Praise the Lord, okay? And I'll read very quickly, and it says, Again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted his wealth to them. To one he gave five bags of gold, to another two bags, and to another one bag, each according to their, his ability. Then he went on his journey. The man who had received five bags of gold went at once and put his money to work and gained five bags more. So also the one who, the one with two bags of gold gained two more. But the one, but the man who had received one bag went off and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants returned and settled accounts with them. And the man who had received five bags of gold brought the other five. Master, he said, you have entrusted me with five bags of gold. See, I have gained five more. Praise the Lord. And it says here in the verse 21, it says, His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. The man with two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, You entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, harvesting where you have not sown, and gathered or gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. Praise the Lord. See, here it is what belongs to you. His master replied, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Well, then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. Verse 28, which is our focal point, he said, So, take the bag of gold from him and give it to the one who has ten bags. For whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken. And throw the worthless servant outside into darkness, where there would be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Gracious Father in heaven, as we go into your word this morning, I ask that you would minister to our hearts. Let light shine forth, O God. Speak through my lips, that the hearts of the hearers will be blessed, and the name of Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. For those of us who are writing this morning, the title of my sermon is The Mystery of Gratitude. Praise the Lord. The Mystery of Gratitude. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, one of the secrets or one of the things that I've come to realize is that behind anything that is working, praise God, anything that you see that is working, there is always a secret as to why it is working. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Anytime you see something that is working, there is always a secret behind why it is working. As a matter of fact, you know, many of us here are conversant with a brand called um, Coca-Cola, praise God. And as a matter of fact, it is said that despite how popular 
that brand is, nobody has been able to succeed in imitating exactly the same taste of Coca-Cola. Praise God. Why is because their recipe for creating the bot or the Coca-Cola is what their trade secret. Praise God. Now, rumor has it that only two people in the world have access to that secret. Praise God. And that at any point in time when the person is about to die, they must choose a successor. That is to show you the extent to which they value what they are doing. And that is the secret behind them having the largest market share when it comes to soft drinks. Praise God. And so when anything is working, there is a secret as to why it is working. And the reason why is because if that be the case, then the objective of anybody who wants things to work is to begin to find out the secret behind what they are desiring. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is why I said that secrets are what ensures and guarantees continuous relevance in any endeavor. Praise God. Speaking of secrets, the Bible says that Jesus was speaking to his disciples in secrets. Praise God. Or perhaps, I'll put it a better way, in parables. When you read the book of Matthew 13, he was giving them the ideas of the kingdom. In other words, the secret behind the success you are seeing in my life. Praise the Lord. And Jesus said to them in the verse 30, from the verse 10, he said, And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? Praise God. Or in effect, secrets. He says, and he answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given. Praise God. To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. However, to them it has not been given. Praise the Lord. In other words, so long as you acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, you are entitled to understand the secrets of the kingdom of God. Praise God. And this morning, I'll be sharing with us one of the mysteries of the kingdom being what? Gratitude. Praise God. That one of the secrets of the kingdom of God is what? Gratitude. In our anchor text, we began to look at what? The story of the three talents or, or, the, or the parable of the talents as you will have it. Praise the Lord. Now, the Bible says that what this man gave to each one of them what? A certain amount of talent. The quantity is irrelevant. Praise the Lord. Because if you understand the principle of what Christ was trying to convey, you will understand that the quantity did not matter. Praise God. But the funny thing about it was that what? Only one of them despised what he had. Praise the Lord. And the Bible says that what? And as a result of that act of ingratitude, what he had was taken away. Praise the Lord. What he had was taken away. And so you begin to understand that if this is be the case, then you must appreciate the fact of how much Jesus values this aspect of gratitude. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the question then is, what is gratitude? What is gratitude? According to the dictionary, we are told that gratitude is a feeling of appreciation of things. Praise God. A feeling of appreciation or thanks. But I came up with a definition saying that gratitude is the ability to express genuine and sincere thanks unto God as a result of your reflecting 
on what he has done for you in the past. Praise God. It's very, very key. That what? Gratitude is the ability of you to do what? Give genuine and sincere thanks unto God as a result of your reflection of what God has done for you. You see, many a times we underestimate the value of your thanksgiving being genuine. Praise God. So we think that at the instance of saying thank you, I have fulfilled all requirements. Absolutely not. The manner in which you give thanks is as more important than the thanksgiving in itself. Praise the Lord. For many of us who have children, right? For example, my son Jesse, he loves anything sweet. Praise God. And so for that reason, he says, oh, I want chocolate, or I want cake, I want this. And I give it to him. And he starts to run away. And I say, what do you say? Oh, thank you. Praise God. Many of us are just like that. Praise God. I am just saying thank you to fulfill all what? Righteousness. But the reality of it is that what? With God, in dealing with God, the manner in which you give thanks is what matters most. And that's why I say often here that what the greatest treasure of any believer is what? Your heart. Because your ability to maintain purity of heart is what guarantees your triumph in this kingdom. The Bible says in what? Proverbs 1 verse 23. It says, guard your heart with all diligence because out of your heart flows what? The issue what? Of life. Praise God. For out of your heart flows what? The issues of life. Your ability to convey thanksgiving unto God as a result of your reflection. There must be a place of reflection. Praise God. When you're able to reflect back and say, ah, if not for God, I don't know where I would be today. And for that reason, I just say thank you. There are times when I'm driving and I, I, I just cast my mind back. I'm like, ah, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Because I understand fully well that if it were left to me, praise God, if it was up to me, I would not be where I am today. Praise the Lord. Because the reality of it is many a times we are, we are so filled up with this idea that, you know, I got where I am today as a result of my efforts or the people I know in my life or things like that. And I often say that what, there is no self-made anybody anywhere. Because if you look closely, you see God in the equation. Praise God. There is nothing like self-made. After all, if you think you're self-made, wait till God takes your breath then you understand that what? It is not only by your making alone. Praise God. And so gratitude happens to be one of those secrets of the kingdom of God. Just like the one who had only one talent. He said that what? I knew that you always reap where you did not sow. For that reason, I chose not to do anything with it. Praise the Lord. And that instance is like many of us here. If I was to ask us the question, how was 2021 for you? What is so good about 2021? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That is the life of that one person who had one talent. You don't know what, what is working for you is far more than what is working against you. Praise God. I say it again. 
what is not working for or what is working for you is far much more than what is not working for you as a matter of fact here somebody said that what gratitude makes sense of our past brings peace for today and creates a vision for tomorrow praise god if you are able to reflect back you're not guaranteed of tomorrow praise god if you're not able to reflect back to establish what God has done for you. There is no assurance of your tomorrow. That's why we sing the song, because he lives, I can face tomorrow because what? He holds my future. Praise God. And so if God is the custodian of my future and your future, then it behoves on us to what? Give him thanks or to be grateful. Hallelujah. Because the reality of it is what? Gratitude and thanksgiving are different. Thanksgiving is as a result of a grateful heart. The song of the Moen will say what? Give thanks. What? With a grateful heart. That, that's what makes your thanksgiving meaningful. If gratitude is not present in your thanksgiving, it's a waste. It's a waste before God. That was one of the reasons why God was so angry at the children of Israel. I delivered you from bondage. I led you out of captivity into liberty, and yet you have the right to murmur. How dare you? Praise the Lord. If you're able to reflect your mind back from the day you were conscious of life, you cannot deny that God has been faithful. Praise the Lord. Because sometimes one of the things the enemy tries to do is to rob our minds of what is working. To bring us to a place of what is not working. And because of your complaints of what is not working, guess what? You lose everything. Praise the Lord. That's exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. The Bible says that when God created this heaven and the earth, he called man and said, of all these things that are here, I give unto you. Praise God. But you see this tree, don't eat out of it. But when the devil came, he tried to make Eve understand that what you were lacking all these things and everything you wanted is in this one. And as a result of eating this one, she lost what? Everything. Praise the Lord. That's why they talk about what the 80-20 rule. That many of us have 80, but we look at the 20 thinking that the 20 is an 80. Only to take the 20 and realize that what it was only a 20 after all. Praise the Lord. That is the design of the enemy. To make you complain and murmur because of what is not working. But the reality of it is what? If you understand the secret of the kingdom of God, at no point would you find yourself stagnated. Because the Bible said that what? To him who has. To him who is indulging in gratitude. It says that what? more will be given. Praise the Lord. More will be given. Look at what the Bible says, the amplified version of that same passage. The amplified version, Matthew 25 verse 29, to see that he's talking about gratitude. It, it says, for to everyone who has and what values his blessings, praise God, for everyone who has and values his blessings and gifts from God and has used them wisely, more will be given. He will be richly supplied so that he would have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, why? Because he ignored or disregarded his blessings. 
and gifts from God, even what he does have will be taken away. How many times have you despised what you have? You know, when Taiwo was praying this morning, she said that what that your miracle is in what you have and not what you have lost. Because if it was in what you lost, you wouldn't have lost it in the first place. Praise the Lord. That's the parable of the of what God was trying to teach us when he was multiplying the five loaves and the two fish. Praise God. The miracle was in the, what was already in his hands. And so you realize that what everything you need, whatever left you was not meant to be there, regardless of what it is. Be it a person, be it a job, be it a career, whatever it is, whatever has left you was not meant to be there in the first place. Because if it was truly supposed to be there, it won't leave. The Bible said that what the blessings of God what are without repentance. Praise the Lord. And so if you have this understanding working for you, then you begin to align yourself in such a way that you ensure that nothing leaves you any longer. Why? Because ingratitude or not giving thanks or failure to give thanks correctly is the reason why perhaps certain things are still carrying on in your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so we begin to look at gratitude this morning. What are the things about gratitude? And it's like, number one, gratitude is a choice. It's deliberate. It doesn't just happen. Praise the Lord. It must be deliberate. Just the way you are intentional about complaining. If someone was to ask you, how are you doing? Man, nothing is working. Nobody forced you to say anything. You said it out of your own will. So when it comes to being grateful, it must be deliberate. As a matter of fact, you know, I listened to a story last week of a pastor. When he was growing up as a child, he said that, you know, that his auntie, an auntie of means, you know, all these rich aunties, you know, that, that they came to their house for Christmas and she, sorry, for Thanksgiving. And she was trying to teach them the secret as to why she has what she has. And so she called all him and his, and his siblings and began to ask them and said, okay guys, if you're able to tell me for everything you tell, for every grateful thing you tell me, I would give you 50 cents. Praise God. In other words, you can have as, many, as much money as you want, but the, what would determine how much money you have would depend on what, how many things you tell me you're grateful for. And all of a sudden he said that what, he just froze. And he could only think of four things. And so for that reason, he only had two dollars. Praise God. Isn't that the same thing with you and I? So you understand that when it comes to being grateful or practicing gratitude, gratitude is what? A choice. You must make a choice. You either choose to complain or not to complain. You see, someone said that the difference between a stepping stone and a stumbling block is how you look at it. Is your glass half empty or is it half full? All you matter was is your perspective on life. No matter how bad things may be, there is something working for you. That's what I want to establish. No matter how bad, no matter how bad things may be, there is something working for you. Praise God. There is something. And the essence of today is to make you see that thing. Because what the next level is in your ability to see that thing. Praise God. Number two is that what gratitude is a proof of our humility in admitting our limitations and absolute dependence on God. 
Praise God. The Bible said that what God giveth grace to the humble. Praise God. God giveth what grace to the humble. When you understand that where you are is not by your making. Praise God. I need us to understand that. When you fully understand, you know, Paul was saying something. He said that why should you even boast? For, for all that we have, we have what? Received of God. So why then should we boast? There is nothing you have today that God did not give you. Praise God. I say that without any remorse. There is nothing you have today that God did not give you. Both for the unbeliever and the believer, I make boast of it. Praise God. Because anything you want to boast of, you know, is like someone saying what? I have bread. I made the bread myself. Not realizing that what? Somebody made the flour. Praise God. Somebody made the flower, and, the, and someone who has the flower will say, oh, I made this flower, but guess what? Somebody planted the maize. And, so you, and then you ask yourself, who planted the maize? But somebody created the maize. Everything still points back to God. So there is nothing you have today that God did not give you. And your ability to recognize that and be humble about it, Praise God. That's, that's, that's what matters most. That you are acknowledging fully well that, Lord, everything you gave me, everything I have, you gave. You know, someone said that in this kingdom of God, that ownership is rebellion. Praise God. Because we are not owners. We are only but what? Stewards. We are only but what? Stewards. Praise God. Number three is that what? Gratitude is the secret to contentment. Praise God. Gratitude. You know, when I read this scripture before, I used to hate the word contentment. Genuinely speaking. Because I thought that contentment meant that, you know, I don't have and I'm comfortable with not having. Praise God. But contentment is not it. Contentment simply means that what? Whatever I have, I'm grateful for what I have. That's why Paul says that what? Godliness with what? Contentment is what? Great gain. Godliness with contentment is what? Great gain. Look at what he said. It says in 1 Timothy 6, from verse 6 to 9, it says, But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into the temptation and the trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. But the question now is, is money bad? Absolutely not. But the focus is never money. Praise God. You know, I was speaking to a colleague of mine uh, last week or two weeks ago. And I was trying to make him understand because it's not about faith and all that. And, and I said, okay, fine. Do you believe in God? He said, no. I said, okay, fine. I said, so do you believe that you have a purpose in life? He said, yes. I said, what's your purpose in life? He said, what's my, my, my purpose is to make money. I said, your purpose is not to make money. Praise God. Money is as a result of you what? Walking in your purpose. Because when you make money your chief ambition, you would have money but you will not be satisfied. Praise God. I've said it here for that my greatest prayer for anybody 
when they celebrate their birthdays is that you will live a fulfilled life. Fulfillment is what matters. Praise the Lord. Where you are satisfied, and that fulfillment is what is contentment. Because I have God, I have everything. Praise the Lord. Your ability to see God in anything is what matters most. Hallelujah. Number four, I said here that what gratitude keeps us focused on God and his goodness. Praise God. Your eyes is set like a flint. You are so focused. It is only God and God alone because what? It is, you know, there's a saying that says a river that forgets its source would what? Dry up. So when you are grateful, you are acknowledging your source so that what? There will be constant supply. Praise the Lord. When you are grateful, what? You are acknowledging your source such that there will be what? Constant supply. You know, you know, this lady here says that what? It is said that gratitude makes what we have enough. If we aren't grateful for what God has given us, getting more wouldn't satisfy us either. Praise God. Being thankful is the key to contentment. Praise the Lord. Being thankful is the key to contentment. I say this so much because many at times we are so reliant that Lord, when you answer my prayers, then I should give you thanks. When you answer my prayers how I want it, then I would celebrate you how you should be celebrated. But the reality of it is what in the kingdom of God is the reverse. Many at times I've heard the story of the 10 lepers in Luke chapter 17. The Bible said that what 10 people were healed. Praise the Lord. 10 people were healed. 10 people were healed. But nine went away only with healing. Praise the Lord. Only one went back home. That wholeness was that what nothing missing, not, nothing missing, nothing was broken. It was when you look at his life, it's like as if that what nothing ever happened in his life. But as for the nine, they may have been healed, but the scars are still there. Praise the Lord. They may have been healed, but the things that they have lost still remain the same. And Jesus said that what? As a result of what you have done, go for what you are made whole. Hallelujah. Gratitude is what ensures our wholeness. Praise God. That brings me to the sweat of ingratitude. The sweat of ingratitude. The ability not to give thanks when thanks is due. Praise the Lord. You know, I said that ingratitude is the thief of your tomorrow. Praise the Lord. Ingratitude is the thief of your tomorrow. Ingratitude is the thief of your tomorrow. If somebody is responsible for your sustenance and you choose to be ungrateful, I doubt if that person would guarantee your sustenance the next day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I say that the danger of ingratitude is that what it leads to hardness of heart and then to rebellion. When you read Romans chapter 1, the Bible was saying that what? As a result of them not acknowledging God and giving him thanks, God gave them to what? A debased mind. Hallelujah. So your failure to give, to be grateful would result what? Into the hardness of your heart and would result in rebellion. And we know what the consequences of rebellion is. Is what? Damnation. Hallelujah. And funny enough, right, you know, I saw this quote, a very, very interesting quote. It says, if you pick up a starving dog 
and make him prosperous. He will not bite you. This is the principal difference between a dog and a man. Praise the Lord. Now, when you read it, you think, but how does that make sense? And I will explain. You see, it's funny that your greatest critics in life or those who are against you the most are those who at some point in time you have helped them. Praise the Lord. Those that abuse you the most is what? Those who at some if you trace back, at some point in time, you had been a blessing to them. But what? They began to receive what? That ingratitude led to their rebellion. And their rebellion led to what? Constantly criticizing you. The same thing is with God. Praise God. Why? Because they believe that, oh, you just, just this thing. Praise God. I asked for 20 pounds. You only gave me one pound. You don't know how much I have. Praise God. And all of a sudden, you feel it's right. After all, it's mine. That's what Christ was trying to, to explain in the parable of, of um, uh, the liberal, of those who went to, he went to hire them in the morning, and the afternoon, in the night. And when he was giving them their salaries, the ones that were hired in the morning were saying, but why are you giving us the same thing? And he asked, after all, it's my money. I can do with it whatever I want to do. We agreed on a certain amount and have fulfilled it. Praise God. And so you realize that human beings can be very, very what? Ungrateful. And only those who are ungrateful, their tomorrow is never sure. So if you want to ensure your tomorrow, my brothers and my sisters, I encourage you to please practice what? Gratitude. You must practice gratitude. How then do we do this? Number one is that what? Practicing gratitude is an intentional act. Praise God. It must be deliberate. Why? Because you must take time out to reflect on the good things one has, on the good things you have going in your life and not what is not working, no matter how little it is. Praise God. And so number one is that what you must learn to count your blessings. You must learn to count your blessings. Keep your prayer point aside. Praise God. Because your prayer point highlights what you don't have. Praise God. Your prayer point highlights what is missing. But the secret to what is missing being answered is by you focusing on what you have. Praise God. And so you woke up this morning without any assistance. Father, I thank you for the privilege of friends who are able to encourage me when I'm down. Lord, I thank you that I'm able to even buy food to eat. Yes, it may not be Nando's, but at least bread and butter, I'm grateful. Praise the Lord. Because this is the reality of how we win in this kingdom of God. Your ability to be grateful for the little. Because remember, the master said, for what he who has a little much will be what entrusted into him praise god and he who does he who has sorry says he who has more will be added unto him and he who has little even the little will be taken away praise the lord so your ability to what see god in the little things praise the lord your ability to see things may not be working but there is something working focus on what is working praise the lord Number two is that what you must acknowledge the little things. I've, I've mentioned that. Number three is that what you must keep your heart pure. This is highly important. I would not overemphasize this because it takes very little for you to complain. 
and complaints are like yeast. Praise God. You know, it's just like yeast on bread. The more you, you complain a little, you find yourself complaining about what much. Praise God. It starts, the Bible said that what? A little living leavens the whole lump. All it takes is just for you to complain a little and you would find yourself mourning about everything that is not working. Praise the Lord. Number four is that what you must, I encourage this, keep a gratitude journal. I practiced this for 30 days and I know how my life changed. Because then when I'll take my pen, you know, I want you, okay, fine, Lord, what, what worked today? No matter what, no ma anything that I can think of, I was deliberate. I was deliberate. <clears throat> Only recently, I was watching a video on Instagram and someone was interviewing Oprah. I was asking her, so what is the secret behind your success? And she said, you know what? I always kept a gratitude journal. Praise the Lord. Whether she's a Christian or not, but the reality of it is what? These are the principles that govern this life. Now, the, you would read research, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, I came across a research. It says that they wanted to establish the impact of practicing gratitude on someone's mental health. Praise God. Now, it's going on the scientific front. However, this is a biblical principle. And it was said in that research that for those who practiced being grateful, praise God, were less depressed or even not, even not being depressed than those who were depressed. Because the essence of depression is for you to see that what? There is nothing worth living for any longer. Praise God. That is the lie of the enemy. His job is to highlight what is not working. But God's essence is to what? Show you that even in what is not working, I am still doing something. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Number five is that what? You must express it. Praise God. Yes, you may be grateful, but that it must be expressed in you saying thank you. Now, this could be a person, this could be someone who may have helped you in the past. As a matter of fact, you know, I used to work somewhere before. And the reality of it is what? I felt I was, I had, I had more experience than where I was at that point in time. Praise the Lord. I felt I was too qualified. But at the end of the day, I have to put it on the table, you know? And so I was working there for two years. And so when I got back to where I was, I realized that, look, there were so many things that I'm doing now that I learned as a result of my being there. And I just woke up one day and I wrote an email to my boss at the time. I said, you know what, Martin, I just want to say thank you. You know, um, things are going great for me now, but I won't forget those things that I was learning from you. Because those things are what enabled me to be able to what? Be better at what I'm doing now. Praise the Lord. So you must learn to express it. Somebody may have blessed you in the past. Take time out and celebrate them. It's not, it's not when they are dead. Praise God. You know, unfortunately, my boss passed away yesterday. And you know, now, it's sad, but I'm grateful that he died a believer. Now, what amazes me is the fact that when this guy was alive, I know for a fact so many people were antagonistic. Oh, he did this to me, he did that. And I was wondering, without this guy, you would not be here. You had no life. This guy made you. Do you understand? Yes, he may not be perfect. He may, be, he may have his flaws. But don't forget the hand that fed you. Praise God. And now this man is dead. All of them are saying, oh, my life will not be this. Why didn't you tell him when he was alive? 
Praise God. And so if you're truly grateful for someone, then you must learn to what? Express it. Buy something. It may not be much. But just say, you know what? I thought of what you did for me the other day and I just want to say thank you. Praise God. These are the proofs of honor that God uses to remember you in your own day of need. Praise God. Because the Bible said that what everything that we do is seed. As long as the earth remaineth, what seed and harvest time will never cease. And so every day is a privilege to sow seeds. So when you are sowing the seed of thanks and gratitude, tomorrow you will harvest it. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oprah said, be thankful for what you have. You will end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never ever have enough. Praise the Lord. Be thankful for what you have. And you will end up what? Having more. But if you concentrate on what you don't have, you would never ever have enough. Praise the Lord. So if it's increase you want to experience in 2022, because we're crossing over and we're learning secrets, and the moment you begin to imbibe these secrets, that is the essence of why we're learning here, because it's supposed to bring a change in your life. 2022 is coming. Start being thankful for what God has done for you this year. Your fees may not be complete, but at least you have an education. Praise the Lord. Not many have that privilege. Some even have food but cannot eat. That's what we're talking about growing up. Some can eat but have no food. We can eat and we, can, and we have food. Thanks be to the Lord. Hallelujah. It's highly important. And I end with this. It says gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what you have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. Every time Jesus came into a situation that was never working, the first principle was to express his heart of thanksgiving. And this was why things were different. And Jesus is teaching us this morning or this afternoon, that what? If you want things to begin to work, first and foremost, acknowledge what is working. And God will bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Let us bow our heads as we pray. Perhaps you have complained in the past and you have murmured in the past. The Bible says that what? The days of ignorance I will pardon. Praise the Lord. And so therefore begin to ask the Lord for mercy. That Lord, I'm sorry for the time that I have been ungrateful. I may have neglected what is not working. Or what is working all because my testimony is not yet complete but Lord from the depths of my heart I say thank you I bless you for your truly faithful God you are a covenant keeper blessed be your holy name one of the privileges that we have this morning is that perhaps you are yet to give your life to Christ this is that awesome opportunity because not everybody has that privilege and so we should be grateful for it Perhaps you're watching us online or perhaps you're here and you are yet to make Jesus the Lord of your life. He died on the cross of Calvary. As a matter of fact, the father was saying that the reason why people will be condemned is because I made a sacrifice and they did not appreciate it. Praise the Lord. Therefore, just begin to say, Father, have mercy on me. I acknowledge you as my Lord and my Savior. I ask that you will forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. 
grant me the privilege to walk in the realities of the new creation as I have confessed you as my Lord and my Savior in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord.